our scripture this morning is found in the, the letter of 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, verses 1 through 11. 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, verses 1 through 11. Hear now the words from Paul to the church at Thessalonica. Now concerning the times and the seasons, brothers and sisters, you do not need to have anything written to you. For you yourselves know very well that the day of the Lord will come like a thief in the night. When they say there is peace and security, then sudden destruction will come upon them as labor pains come upon a pregnant woman, and there will be no escape. But you, beloved, are not in darkness for that day to surprise you like a thief, for you are all children of light and children of the day. We are not of the night or of darkness, so then let us not fall asleep as others do, but let us keep awake and be sober. For those who sleep, sleep at night, and those who are drunk, get drunk at night. But since we belong to the day, let us be sober and put on the breastplate of faith and love, and for a helmet, the hope of salvation. For God has destined us not for wrath, but for obtaining salvation through our Lord Jesus Christ, who died for us, so that whether we are awake or asleep, we may live with him. Therefore, encourage one another and build up each other, as indeed you are doing. May the Lord add his blessing to the reading and hearing of God's word. Let us pray. Most holy God, we thank you this morning as we hear your word spoken. And Lord, let us have ears to hear and hearts to follow, Father God because we truly are children of the light. In Christ's name we pray, amen. Now I really don't know the time frame that this gentleman was on the radio. Uh, I'm sure some of you might could share that with me. Um, as you gathered around your radio and in a very distinct voice, and delivery, the radio announcer would say he would share a story at the beginning of his show. And then at the end of the story, after a short commercial, he would come back in and he would say, and now for the rest of the story, there are some of you who remember Paul Harvey. That was a little bit before my time, but I've, I've, I've heard all of these references. <laughs> I can't convince you of that, huh? <laughs> well, okay. Is that me? Sorry. <laughs> you know, the preacher just can't get away with anything, can she? Check what? 
Frisbees this morning, but it's crackling. Oh, that's better. Yeah. That's better. <laughs> well, I still would start that whole thing over again, but I don't think I'm going to go back there. <laughs> but you know what? Today, today it seems like there are many of us as Christians who are living like we don't even know the rest of the story. Like we don't even know the rest of the story. So as we hear these words from the Apostle Paul, not Paul Harvey, we can hear them almost as the church at Thessalonica heard them. Our scripture this morning is part of a letter that was written to the church. It was a letter of encouragement. It was a letter teaching them not only about the teachings of Jesus and the workings of the faith, but this letter to the church at Thessalonica was a letter of encouragement. And what Paul and Silvanus and Timothy were able to show this church when they established the church, they were able to live as an example to this church. So they weren't just saying the words, they were walking the walk as well. So they were teaching and showing the people at the same time how to walk in confidence as a Christian. And so when this letter came along, it wasn't necessarily that they had to ingest or hear more new information. They knew all that there needed to be told. They had been told everything by Paul and his compadres, if you will, when they established the church. They did know the rest of the story, if you will. But what Paul is reminding them, he's reminding them of what they already knew. Now, at 64, I still have to have those reminders from time to time of things that I already know. And we're not really that different in our Christian walk and here in our churches. From time to time, we need to be reminded of the things that we already know. They knew in the church at Thessalonica about Jesus Christ. And they knew of his life and his death and his resurrection. And they knew that he would be coming back again soon. They know what it will be in those end times. They know that it will be sudden. And they know that there will be no escape for those who live in darkness. But Christians are not those people. We truly are people of the light. And so what Paul is doing is he is providing encouragement for the church at Thessalonica. And He's offering a consoling word, if you will. Um, he is reminding the people that they can rely truly on their faith 
during this time. Maybe at this point in their journey, they were growing weary, if you will, of the waiting. Do we know anything about that today? Yeah, we do. We do. We're waiting on a lot of different things right now, aren't we, today? We're waiting on the end of COVID. We're waiting on the end of our mask. We're waiting on that time, as Ron said, when we can come back together as the family of God. And we're waiting most expectantly for the return of Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior. We know very well those statements that sometimes get thrown at us in conversations or thrown at us through billboards, get right or get left. Or maybe you've been told or read, Jesus is coming soon, are you ready? One of my favorites, and, and we said a little bit about this at our Bible study on Wednesday, um, one of the most striking things I think that I've seen, if you ever travel from uh, the Birmingham area towards Montgomery and on Highway 65, there's that big water wheel. And you know the big sign that's beside the water wheel? Go to the church or the devil will get you. <laughs> we've seen and we've heard those things. But we also hear those things and read those things in Scripture. In Amos 5, 8, the prophet warns about the coming day of the Lord. And Jesus himself urges us to keep awake, for you do not know the day that your Lord is coming. Paul's words to the church at Thessalonica help to strengthen that cord, if you will, between God and the church. It's a kind of stay-the-course message, if you will, to the church. Don't give up. Don't give in. Stick with what you know and trust that. And as timely as those words were for the church at Thessalonica, aren't they timely for us as well? I, I need to hear those words. I need those words of encouragement, if you will. You know, I don't know if you've noticed this or not, but uh, where we are today, there's a whole lot of folks that spend an awful lot of time trying to figure out when the end time is going to be. I mean, we've lost track of books that have been written about those end times, and we have authors and predictors that'll tell us the date and the time exactly when God is coming back. <laughs> My fear is in that is that we spend so much time trying to figure it out and worrying about figuring it out, we forget to live. We forget to live and enjoy and pursue life as Christians free from all that. Free from all that. We have to trust what we know. 
we have to trust what we know. We should trust, we should be able to trust in the promises of God. And, and I'll tell you right now, when since this election and all of this mess, and I'm not going to get into politics, but y'all, we've lost our trust. We can say when we're standing here in the middle of church, well, I trust in God, but you walk out the door and you hear the newscast and you think, we're going to heck in a handbasket. Now, does that sound like trust in your God? It doesn't to my ears. I'm sorry. We have to trust what we know. We have to trust God's word. You see, Paul saw the coming of Christ as a source of hope. A source of hope. He sees it as a time of accountability for us. Because at that moment that he comes back, you and I will finally be face to face with God. And we will be able to see honestly how we've lived our lives. So Paul is urging us to live joyfully in our trust, anticipating the return of Jesus Christ. And he calls the people, if you remember the reference in the scripture, he calls the church at Thessalonica the people, people of light. People of light. They know and they've already accepted that relationship with Jesus Christ and the teachings, the good news that comes with that. And he tells us to encourage each other. And just like back then, we too should encourage and can encourage because of our faith and our trust in Jesus Christ we can trust and we can live joyfully in the midst of where we are. And don't we need to do that today? I, I don't know about you, but I need to hear from y'all words of encouragement, words of hope, because that reminds me again and again of the promise that I have in Jesus Christ. And it's my responsibility, I feel, to encourage you. Because I know sometimes you need that encouragement as well. I think it's interesting that Paul felt the need to encourage the church to be encouragers. How sad is that? That we have to be encouraged to encourage one another. But Paul's words remind us to be sober, to put on our breastplate of faith and of love. And if you remember from your study in Ephesians about the armor of God, the breastplate is what protects the heart. And don't we need our hearts protected today? Oh my gosh, especially today, we need our hearts protected the heart of the believer has to be protected if they're going to encourage one another 
They have to stay focused and committed to Jesus Christ to be able to do that encouragement of each other. And Paul talks about the helmet. The helmet we know is protection for the head. But here he calls it the hope of salvation. The hope that comes through salvation. That's the helmet that protects our head. And what's under that head? It's our thought process, isn't it? Our hope in our salvation protects all those other things from getting into that mind. And don't we have those kind of things coming at us from all directions right now? We have so many different thoughts and, and information and opinions coming at us. I don't know about you, but I need that protection up here. So I stay committed and I stay focused in here. And that's what Paul is encouraging us to do. He's encouraging us to use that armor, if you will, of God, that your faith, your hope, and your love. And we need to constantly be lifting those things up and building them up in ourselves. Because I don't know about y'all, sometimes I get kind of low in that gas tank. And I need that refilling and that encouragement, that reminder that God still is in this place. And what I loved about this story is Paul wasn't just preaching it to them. When he was there with him, he was living it out. So they didn't have to wonder. We don't have to wonder how to live as Christians. We've got the example of Jesus Christ right here. And we don't have to second guess that. We don't have to rethink anything. We don't even have to reinvent the wheel, if you will. Jesus did that for us. Just so that we could continue doing that for each other. So the day of the coming of the Lord... So many people are so afraid of that. But if you are a follower of Jesus Christ, that's not going to be something that you should be concerned about and spend all your energy worrying about. You should celebrate that and be encouraged by that. And what Paul is reminding the church at Thessalonica is they're already living this. He's not sending a letter of correction and, and telling them, well, you need to do this instead of this, what you're doing. What he's saying is, keep doing what you're doing. The same words that we need to hear in our churches today. Keep doing what you're doing already. You're doing a good thing in the name of Jesus Christ. Trust that. Trust that. And keep at it. There is hope in the fact that Jesus Christ is coming one day soon. When? We don't know. And if you think about it, it really doesn't matter when he's coming back. If you're living the way that he's called us to live. Sometimes, though, we need to hear that. 
We need to hear those words that he's coming back and you can trust what you know about that and find hope in that. And what that hope does is helps you to encourage and to be encouraged. And sometimes we need that reminder that there are de better days ahead because God is coming back. And we are people of the light who know that and can trust in that and we can live according to that. Let us pray. Father God, we do know all of these things. We've been, some of us have been taught these things since childhood, God. But sometimes we just let the world get in our way. We let the words of the world and the ways of the world crowd out those things that we know deep in our hearts. So God, when that begins to happen, help us to struggle into our armor and trust in what we know deep down in our hearts. And let us continue to build on our hope, in our faith, and showing love. Because that is the way for the people of the light. In Christ's name we pray this morning. Amen.